Am I starting this or are you going to start? Oh, I'm ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, and. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to the couple shift. Do you see what I did there, babe? I just created our theme song. Okay. Riveting. He's on the edge of his seat. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. It's five o'clock somewhere, right, babe? I don't even care what time it is. <laughs> so hi, everybody. Welcome to The Couple Shift. We are so excited to have you back. My name is Maria Leandra, and this is my husband. Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a entrepreneurial, couplepreneurial, exciting journey. And you get to come along with us. I am a life coach and business coach on a mission to empower women, as many women as I can, to really live outstanding lives by design and not by default. And my husband is an incredible man with an incredible vision of what's possible for our family right along with me. And so together, we decided to get on this crazy entrepreneur train and we're doing it, babe. Yeah. Yeah. So You had a much better entrance and, and here's my husband. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Yeah. But I hey, I'm okay with it. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. He you are the backbone to this operation. He is the how to my why. You know how in every company, any good business book you read, especially the really good ones, they'll talk about how in in leadership in any good company, there's the why person and then there's the how person. The why person is typically the visionary. They're the ones that are like, you know, these are all the things we could do. Oh my gosh. And they really see the big picture way ahead of everybody else. That would be moi. And then you have the how person who has their feet a little bit more on the ground. And lets their wife know this is an <laughs> intro. So we're going to go ahead and, you know. <laughs> Case in point. Roll. The how person is the more practical, pragmatic one of the two. End scene. End scene. All right. So I like the music to come in. <laughs> So this is episode six, and this episode is extra special because it's the first episode we're recording since we let our baby, our podcast baby, out into the wild. And um, it's so exciting, right, babe? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, because we had been, and, and the podcast is like, you know, he's really the brains behind this podcast operation. So his intention was to create at least five episodes, which we did, plus the intro, and we did that before unveiling that this is what we were up to. And I sent an email to my email list. If you're not on it, just go to marialeandra.com and you can get on that. And um, we put it on, we sent it to my email list and we put it on Instagram. And so this is the first podcast you're hearing since the world knows that the couple shift exists. And right. I mean, it's been we've we've had it out there, but we didn't really announce anything. So right. Right. We were we were in beta testing, beta testing mode. Basically, my mother was listening to them and um, giving us fabulous reviews and feedback. So <laughs> <laughs> it was it was always good. Thank you, mom. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to say a big thank you to everybody who has sent the nicest messages and congratulations and oh my God, how exciting and that's so cool. And I know that that's twofold. It's both because of the podcast and because we are embarking on this whole crazy adventure of really shifting the paradigm of how we live our lives and how we do what we do to design something completely new 
and create something that we didn't think we would create under these circumstances. And it's now happening because we've set the intention and have the vision and believe in what's possible. And we're figuring out the how as we go along. Yeah. And it has not come without its fair share of breakdowns and uh, fights. Yes. And misinterpretations and miscommunications. Ooh, a little and call back to the previous episode. Yeah, yeah, we want to check that out. It was the last one. Um, but it's been it's been a very cool journey. It's this is all brand new, literally. So you're 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 on time. You're on time to see the the glory that will unfold. And so thank you, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for the love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening and thank you for believing in what's possible because when you see someone else doing something that remotely interests you, it's because there's a part of you that's also vibing at that same energetic frequency. So you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't one of those peoples. So we love you. So what do you think is the hardest part about this whole thing? Which whole thing specifically? I think just the shift that we've done. Because this episode today... The whole today, whole thing, yeah. yeah Not this, just the podcast, but the whole uh, thing. Right. This episode is about our shift into this new realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a question you had asked me because this is what you want. We were, we were, when we were discussing, what are we going to talk about today? Um, and uh, I never really had an, you know fear of doing this podcast. Let's just focus on that for mm-hmm. now uh, of doing this podcast or sense of like worry because um, to me, it, you know, it felt natural, it felt comfortable. I was good with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was more of the feeling awkwardness was actually announcing it to the people that we know. Like if it's a random person that comes along, which welcome, um, that comes along and listens or someone that I don't know, maybe you know, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But um Letting the co- the people closest to you mm-hmm. know about something you're doing, uh, it, can, it, it can be a little mm-hmm. scary. It yeah. can be a little scary or it can be a little, um, oh, what are they going to think or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, uh, those things cross your mind, which in the end, is it, isn't it kind of stupid that, that we let that get to us? Yes? No? Yeah, it yeah, is. It, it is. So. It's, totally, it's totally normal. And I think it's part of the process of um, right. doing something new. But it is, yes, it is stupid that we are so oftentimes so dependent on these external validation, external expectations. And I find that that is the kryptonite for so many, not just entrepreneurs, but people that are up to making any kind of new thing happen in their life. So when you're embarking on doing something new and putting yourself out there in a new way, this this idea that the voices closest to you are the ones that sometimes we're most afraid of. And I can tell you for me and my, like if I rewind back to even before I announced, hey, now I'm a coach on Instagram and launched my website and everything. The biggest thing that kept me paralyzed was that fear of what are the people closest to me going to say? Right. And when we were talking about this, yesterday as we were planning for the content today I said isn't it isn't isn't it fascinating because he like he said we didn't have there was no fear around figuring out the podcast so the thing the mechanic the the 
this to do it, task, to, right? To do the things that we're doing, to do these things. Like, That's the the actual physical right. steps to do that. Right. It's we knew we could deal. do it. I trusted completely that he could figure it out, obviously. And he's been, he's still, you know, learning to perfect things and the mastery of this and we'll, we'll keep growing and all that stuff. But there was no, there was no doubt in our mind that, and that we'd had great things to talk about, all that stuff. And isn't it fascinating how you can have this belief and this knowing that what you want to create is totally possible, that you can totally do it. And yet these, that sense of external judgment, that fear of external judgment is what can completely paralyze you from making it happen. So when we sit in that space of, oh, what will they say? And then if we're so afraid of what they might say that we don't even do the thing, then you keep this sense. I use the word constriction a lot because for me that represents how I felt for a long time. It's like I was I was creating a lot in my life, but I felt the sense of constriction because I wasn't being fully authentic, fully expressed, fully fulfilled. There was always like this something more that felt untapped. And a lot of it had to do with this fear of what will they say. And the more that I've been able to dissolve that, I'll speak for myself, the more I've been able to dissolve that, the more, just the more free and on purpose I feel. And I think this podcast is a really good example of that because it shows you very clearly how a person can have an idea for what they want to create. They can really, they can fully believe in it. They can get all the equipment to do it, right? And that block of, oh, what if they say something I don't want to hear can totally stop us. Yeah, absolutely. So, and we we wanted to talk about that now because this is when we're hearing like we we did the thing we rubbed the bandaid off we put it out there so now people that we know are listening to it and all of the feedback we've gotten has been really yeah positive. it's been great it's been very positive and we appreciate it all hope you continue on yeah with our journey but there's still that like ooh you know. It kind of feels, yeah, I guess it, it, it can feel It's weird. like getting naked. I mean, I mean, a podcast and getting naked are two different things, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just feeling uncomfortable. The what sense makes of feeling you un- feel uncomfortable? Well, actually, it, it's at first. It's almost like uh, you jump into a pool that's cold. At first, it feels really, really mm. cold and shocking. And then you get used to it and you're like, oh, this ain't so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's that dip of the toe i guess at yeah. first and just that announcement that's saying oh we need to we're gonna do this or we're gonna tell people this and then they start asking oh so where can i find it or this you know that can feel a little bit like yeah at first a little a little uncomfortable and, and you, then you and then you get used to it and you're like all right whatever it's fine things are good yeah and to get over i think a lot of people what they struggle is that they dip the toe and then they pull the toe out Oh yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like they they stro- they totally. don't. Oh no, I can't do this. Been there, done that. Yeah. So, and because you open yourself up to criticism, you open yourself up to, you know, comments. You open yourself up to. But, you know what? I don't even think it's that. I it's the fear mm-hmm. of what maybe people are thinking. I know you're that saying they're that, not saying. Maybe yeah yeah 
maybe it's not no, the I actual love this. open criticism. I don't think it's meant necessarily the actual criticism that they'll give you because that's almost like, okay, they just threw a bucket of cold water on you. Mm. It happened, it happened. You deal with it. I think it's almost like you're thinking about it. Like, oh my God, what do they think? What do they... That I guess that for me, at least for me, it's probably it's like, oh, I wonder what they think about this or, yeah. or that or whatever or what what are their true yeah. feelings about this? Or what are do they, they not saying? What are they not saying? And that sometimes can be, that's the one because think about it. You're the one doing the action of going back to my metaphor uh, of dipping your toe into the water. You're the one doing it. You're not getting the bucket thrown on you. Mm-hmm. So you're the one doing it. So you can easily pull the foot, foot out. Oh, how do you pull the toe out? Well, you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. You don't put yourself in that uncomfortable position. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do this. I can't do this. No, no, no. I'm not ready for it. Whatever that is. Yeah. I'm looking for... Sorry. I was going to say, I look over there and she's on her phone. I'm on my phone. Probably sending a tweet. I'm sending a tweet. No, I don't tweet, actually. That's just a joke between us. Uh, I am. Well, if you listen to NPR, it's not a joke between us. What was her name again? It's not NPR. It was... Oh, uh, it's not NPR. No. No, it wasn't. Oh, my God. I I forget her name name? now. No, it was NPR. She was on NPR. Was she? Yes. She still thinks she is. We're talking about her like she's gone. I'm pretty sure she's not dead. I don't. I hope we didn't kill somebody. I don't know. She was. <laughs> she did. Send us a tweet. Send us the tweet. I'm gonna find out. Yes, please. Let's remember. find out. So I, I'm the reason I was on my phone is because I'm looking for one of my favorite quotes. Um, this is by Theodore Roosevelt, "The Man in the Arena," and it feels like an, an appropriate moment to to pull this out for some inspiration because this speaks to exactly what you were saying. You are the person dipping the toe in the water. And when you are able to take that action deliberately and understand the your conviction behind that, then it doesn't matter and it shouldn't matter what others say about you. And I think this quote captures it very beautifully. It's called The Man in the Arena. I'm sure you've heard it. And if not, just open your ears to this power. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Massive, massive, like, right? Um, Absolutely. Of course, it's the man and the woman in the arena. I shared this quote recently with one of my mastermind groups, which is primarily filled with women, and I changed it instead of, it is not, instead of man, I said woman. Anyways, Theodore Roosevelt was right, and... Um, you know, it's this, this can apply to so many things because whatever is, whatever reason is stopping you right now from creating something that is something great in your life, something different from shifting something, from declaring something, from stepping more boldly into an action that you have been resisting thus far. If that has anything to do with the external perceptions, expectations, judgments, fears of what they might say then you get to shift that. Like you really get to understand that very deeply and invite yourself to become aware. I invite you to become totally aware of where that might be blocking you. 
and to know that you absolutely have the power to move not only through that, but that, that the action of being in like creating that momentum and actually doing the thing, it's, it's what fuels you to do the next and the next and the next. And I love the jewels, his metaphors, his, his wisdom is beyond his years. I've always said that since I met him and this metaphor about dipping the toe in the water is even more beautiful because it's the toe. It's this tiny action that then, you know, then it's the foot, then it's the leg, and then you get, you know, your lower half of your body, and then your torso, and finally you're in the water. You don't have to jump all the way in. Sometimes life requires us to do um, jumps that might seem a little more abrupt, Um, but for the most part, a lot of the things that we want to do, we can absolutely begin to do them by just dipping the toe in the water. Did you find the information we were looking for, babe? I don't think it's Diane Ream, right? No, it's not. Yes. It is? It is. Is she the one that says that? It is. She says, send us a tweet. Yes. Let I'm me terrible. Look, let I me was listening to everything you said, though, by the way. I know you were. I know baby. I didn't seem like it, but I was. You have a special talent for doing that. I'm pretty sure. Or Bonnie Berman, but I don't think it's her. because that's No, a I'm pretty one. sure it's Diane Ream. Maybe it and is And you're Diane right Ream. about NPR. It, I knew it was NPR. We used to, come on. Send us a tweet. Send us a tweet. So I think um, the sense of feeling uncomfortable doesn't have to necessarily only be in like career choices or life choices or job choices or whatever. Or podcast it, launching or choices. Or podcast <laughs> launching choices, things like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, last week, we, we uh, actually, we went to Tampa on a, a kind of like a last minute trip of let, let's go, let's go for a couple of days. Let's go to the Florida Aquarium. Excellent aquarium. If you're in Tampa, in the Tampa area, mm-hmm. it's a great aquarium. Um, uh, just showing of local and also other, other fish of, of, and other animals around the world, whatever. Um, it's a great place. Uh, Sorry, I'm distracted because, of course, we're in Miami and we have the guy that's sharpening knives driving around <laughs> our neighborhood, <laughs> blasting. It's something that's people from like the Northwest or North or just. It's very Hispanic. It's very Hispanic. I remember that from Puerto Rico. Yeah, no, no, no. no. There's always a guy in a, in a truck that will come to your house and sharpen your yeah. knives, scissors. It's nostalgic. It's, yeah, yeah. That reminds me of like being around my gra- in my grandma's house my mother my mother my mother is very particular about her blades uh-huh. i know that sounds kind of weird but it's the truth um and i remember she told me <laughs> we love you mom she, yeah <laughs> and she because she used to cut my hair hey she was great at it too she is but uh, you know she's retired <laughs> anyways um uh and she got she told me that she gave the guy her scissors her prized german scissors that she would use to cut her hair and the guy destroyed them. But he, you know, I guess he can sharp, sharpen like machetes and stuff. But anyways, it's a it's a common Latin thing of just like these trucks driving by glaring. It's it, it's like the ice cream truck for adults who like to have their machetes sharpened, I guess. Because as know. Hispanics, that's we just, all have a machete, yeah, machete. We got a, we got a, a machete. Just yeah. hanging out we at home. Got, you it's cut just stuff. part of what we do. It's just what you do. Anyways. Rice, beans, machete. Back to this trip that we decided, <laughs> this impromptu trip, and what I, and to going back to feeling uncomfortable. I mean, you can. It's a good thing to feel uncomfortable because going into places that we haven't been. We 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 got an Airbnb in a in a in a very nice apartment uh, 
in downtown um, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of un- things that can feel a little uncomfortable in that sense. First of all, it's an Airbnb. So, you know, people have some reservations about that, but you know, uh, you take that dive, and and sometimes you can get something amazing. Sometimes you can get something not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, ours was fine. The location was great. It was very, very. Uh, what's the word we want to look for here? Gentrified. It was very gentrified. I literally, we walked out and the, the benefit of it was that we could bring our dog too. We walked outside and it, I, everybody owned at least 1.5 dogs. I say 1.5 because some of them were very tiny, some of them were huge and some of them were just because they had like three dogs with them. And there was a dog park outside and every 30 feet they had the trash bags for dog poop. Yes. No, it was, Yeah. you know. Every the, other woman I saw, I swear, was pregnant. I heard were, some girl outside upset and she said she was triggered. I mean, come on. This <laughs> is, this is, uh, it, it, you know, full blast. Um, but going back to saying uncomfortable, uh, it's a new place. Like, I know the Florida Aquarium. It's like my third time going there. I love that place. But the, the actual Airbnb was new. Um, the... Uh, the location of where we were staying was new and we had to explore. And I even still, I, I could have explored more and I yeah. didn't because I didn't, I did, I dipped my toe and I pulled it out. I didn't, I didn't want to go all the way and, and, it, and it's, you know, I kind of regret that a little bit. Um, I don't want to make, I don't want to continue to making those different mistakes of like not really pushing myself forward. Mm-hmm. And actually going to those things, yeah. so it's it's not about just starting a podcast or doing your own business, totally. or you know, uh, changing your job or or going to your husband or going to your wife and saying I don't want to do this anymore. It's it's even the little things yeah. that you can take this in your life. So we went to the aquarium, and I I I can't concentrate. I'm sorry. The the knife guy is full blast outside. He, it it is. I mean. I'll see if I can find a recording just so you guys can hear what this thing is. Mm-hmm. We need a demo. I need a demo. Um, <clears throat> and if I don't Insert get it, sorry. demo here. <laughs> yeah. And if I don't get it, I'm sorry. But <laughs> it is intense. Anyways. Yeah. Can I say something? I'd, yeah. like I'd like to, I'd love to you add to in, that please, is please. that, um, so this is one of those great moments to show how we're different, how Jules and I are different because for him, it's, it's a stretch right now to, you know, go to the Airbnb and sort of the different surroundings. And he's totally obviously capable of it, but it's stretching in his comfort zone because he's just not. The, sorry, just the Airbnb alone. I mean, you yeah. had, she had to do the reservation because she's done it. She's got become an expert for all her but trips to San for Diego me, and stuff. So. For me, it's not, it's no longer. Like, I don't consider it a, a stretch. I don't consider that sort of a... Yeah, you probably consider it like Hilton at this point. It's like, oh, No, there. it's... And not just the Airbnb. Like, any kind of sort of travel. I've always been more of a just, I don't know, chill when it comes to the traveling, when it comes to hotel stays, when it comes to getting in the car and going somewhere. And for you, honey, it's always a little bit more intense like i mean travel more is particular inten- travel is intense for me getting on a plane i'm always intense and 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 she knows that already and it's like once we were seated seated and i know where our carry-on bags are and uh then all of a sudden it's like i can release the pressure valve and it's like <laughs> yeah okay i'm good yeah and it's definitely changed over the years like, i get I that from my dad from the first trip we took sure. to the last like 
Yeah, no, it's now improved he's even a lot. traveled with Skylar and Nova, like Alone. just him with a toddler and, and a puppy. Fun. That that takes some b a l l s's, and um, you did it, babe. So very different from a few years ago. When we yeah, first no, met. and and I think is like, um, talk about dipping the toe in the water. Yeah, that no, that was like absolutely. full immersion. It was for, right. Um, but you still, I still had, I still had the control, but I had to take that action. I had to, I had yes. to push myself there. So in that moment, cause that was a, that was a big deal. Right. What were you, what was, what was the fuel behind you doing that? Of taking, of, of taking them? Yeah. And you were plane? so cool about it. Like there was no hesitation. Well, for it me, was just... it's okay. So for me, I feel like I'm going to think about whatever I'm going to do. And in that situation, I was like, this is the right thing. This is the only thing. So it's to me, it's not as scary. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not as scary because I didn't really have an option Yeah. otherwise. Maybe I there are some like... other options, but they didn't make as much sense. So it was like, no, I got to I gotta do it. So that's not almost not. This is where it's a little bit different because that to me, I don't consider that like the dipping of the toe. I consider that as you got to jump, you got to jump because behind you, there's a tiger that's going to attack you and get you and you're done. Wow. What? <laughs> I mean, the it's The tiger truth. came out. It's the truth. I'm not I, sure wh- where wh- this wh- tiger came okay. from. But this, but this is a thing. And people would probably be like, what are you talking but about? But what, what was you the did tiger was, in this scenario? Um, the other options just didn't make any sense. So I'm only left with one option to jump. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So... This is what I'm talking about. This is why I think it's a little bit different than uh, dipping of the toe. I think the dipping of the toe was more like when we were in Tampa, I had an opportunity to go and mm. check out some breweries that are in the area. Not super close, but close enough that I can probably take one of those um, scooters, uh, electric scooters and go. But I haven't done that yet. So I maybe I had a sense of like, ah, I'm not comfortable doing this or maybe I'll do it later procrastination and then it turned into i'm not gonna do oh the weather's bad it looks like it's gonna rain i was finding reasons to pull my toe out of the water Mm. so how can we me included how can we get past that and be able to just go in Mm -hmm. it you know when there's situations where you're not forced to jump in because you see no other option to survive in that sense, and this is all metaphorically speaking, um, how can we actually dip that toe into that uncomfortable water and go further? Yeah. You know? So we had, there were moments where, like like the little trip that we did, that I was able to, no problem, I can dip my, I can go in there and that's fine. And there were other moments where I still, I still wasn't able to go yeah. full on. And I think that's something that, you know, because we're all the same in that sense. Like we're all going to have those moments where we feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I have a, have a reflection for you here. Okay, good. Because what you're speaking of and the language of there's no other choice, the tiger, that sort of like one, that's all survival. Right. Yes. Whereas when you do have choices, it's expansion. So the question is, expansion versus survival it's finding the motivation the same kind of motivation for expansion that you feel around survival where it's like yes when you expand you have multiple choices that's a definition of wanting to live a more expanded fuller life right so how can how can we create that same sense of 
urgency, not from a survival fear place of I don't have any other options here, but from a place of what do I want to create here and what's possible? Yes. What is available for me right now? Absolutely. So the ticket, babe, is says expansion on it. But that's still too vague for me. I need more than just expansion. I know. Apparently, you need a tiger behind you. I need you. a tiger attacking now I know. claws on my <laughs> now, back. You know what? Amazon. How do you Hold mean? On. Not, you know a tiger. now. I feel like this is something I'm, that's I feel always like been I've, the case. I feel Whenever you've told... Like, for example, you called me. Mm-hmm. We already talked about this in the previous episode where you were... You missed your flight and you were so upset and you looked at... You talked to me and I was incredibly calm mm-hmm. and composed and I told him, just get the next flight. Because to me, in that situation, there is no other option. So it's a matter... And, and, and what's strange is, I mean, I'm just... Is that I felt calm and I felt, okay, mm. here we go. I, this is what I we got to do. I am beginning to... Not beginning. I feel like I uncovered a new layer to you right here. I'm babe, an onion. On a live... Well, not live, but, you know, in podcast form. I'm like, and this, and this is <laughs> almost live. Um, it's live to tape. Uh, it's, um, and this is real because, and this, this idea, like I, it, it hit me deeper, this motivation, this sense of how you operate. And it's really right. cool in these moments when I can like, oh, I can like actually understand you better. I can see into you a little bit better because that explains why there's certain moments when I'm it's calm. almost like you pull down like the roller coaster bar. It's like this is just this is what what's happening, and you're very calm and you're just like focused and yeah, full steam ahead. Right. And I'm understanding that that is your 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 brain's way of like articulating that is like. Just there's one path forward. Right. And so in those moments, I feel... You feel calmer. I feel calmer and I'm more in control. I feel like I'm more in control. You've made a decision already. So here we go into the power of decision making. Make your decisions from a place of vision. So in that instance, let's go back to flying with Skylar and Nova. Right. When we were talking about the arrangements and possibilities and and you came up with this and you said okay well you go to new york and then you fly straight to puerto rico and then i'll fly with skylar and nova to puerto rico and i was like he's actually willing to do that okay hold on a second anybody need their knives sharpened because the guy is still here we can just pop over right now and get your knives sharpened for you i'm gonna have to insert the sound So there you go. If you need your blade sharpened, you know what to listen for. I want to go out there and just tell them, please leave. Sir, we're <laughs> recording a podcast right now. Okay, so to bring it back home, I think I loved this conversation and I love the idea of just making that moment of decision because when you lock into this is just what gets to happen, then it's it's about the how. It's no You're no longer wavering. You're no longer... Like, you know, one foot in, one foot out, you know where you're going, you know what you're doing. You may not know all the steps to get there. Right, right. But at least for you, babe, what I'm hearing is you've made a decision and you have, you move through things with conviction, like you follow through. And now I understand why in those moments when I'm like, babe, 
just follow through. Like, blah. yeah. I, I, I I'm beginning. Every, everybody's learning here. I'm beginning. No, but I, yeah. As am I. I'm beginning to understand that more powerfully. Yeah. Which is very cool. I was not expecting this new, deeper learning, right now. In Experience. This moment. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it happens. There, there. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyways. Anyways, so um, I think that's our episode for today. I'm going to go and, and journal on this. What are you going to write? I'm going to write, I just got to know my husband a little bit deeper little bit today more. through a podcast and, you know, single <laughs> tear running down my cheek. And um, isn't that part of the journey? Oh, there it is. I love you. All right. All right, everybody. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to subscribe, comment, share us with a friend. Review. We love you all. We appreciate you. Gracias, gracias, gracias. Thank I you, guys. I love you, babe. Love you, too. Bye. Bye-bye.